Hi, I'm Brandon. Hi, I'm Will. And this is Chill on the Hill. A podcast from the Daily Tar Heel where we send you good news and good vibes from Chapel Hill. We get it. This year has been especially tough. Yeah, I mean, we're still in the middle of a pandemic and we are about to start a new semester that, you know, is feeling eerily like the last one. So in keeping the bad feelings at bay and trying to keep the good vibes alive, we've decided to bring you the best six stories from 2020 um, that we think will just bring you some good vibes. So Brandon, what's our first story today? So back in March, Professor Brandon Bain was teaching a religion in America class, and he revised his syllabus to be very simple. It said nobody signed up for this, that the humane option is the best option, and that you just can't do the same thing online. Um, And he sent it out to all of his students and just asked for their flexibility and understanding. Yeah, and this syllabus had over a thousand shares on Facebook, which is really cool to see. Um, I also think a lot of professors adapted pretty quickly to what the reality was for students and really help students get through this difficult time in their classes, which is awesome to see. That is awesome, Will. And thanks to all the professors that were accommodating for us this semester. Trust me, we appreciate it more than you know. So our next story is a story from March um, in which there was money raised to help local artists struggling during the, during the pandemic. Once the pandemic hit, a lot of people lost their jobs and lost revenue uh, for themselves. And so this fund was set up to help local artists and it raised more than $4,800 at the point of publication um, on GoFundMe, which was to support the Orange County Arts Support Fund. So in addition to this, while there was a whole fundraising campaign, artists and art organizations across the state took to the digital sphere on Twitter and Facebook and decided to share their exhibits as much as they could. Yeah, it's been pretty spectacular to see how the arts have stayed alive during this time. And, you know, people have still been able to get their art out there. So next in our year review of stories, we have Keeping Love Alive in the Time of Quarantine. So back in April, when the university had fully transitioned to online learning and people were not going to be coming back to campus, I think a lot of people had found themselves kind of cooped up. They'd been in the house for over a month um, and they were kind of ready to get back out there and get back to doing the things that you do in normal life. So they started dating online. Um, And while that sounds pretty normal in today's world of smartphones and whatnot, people started getting really creative with the ways that they were dating. Yeah, and so people turned to online services to help them, you know, keep romance alive. Some examples are watching movies together on Zoom or just um, having date nights virtually. And some of these dating apps even adjusted their services to allow for this to happen by allowing video calls um, and whatnot so that people could meet directly on the app. I, for one, quite enjoyed some of the virtual dates that I went on. Um, Some of them didn't really work out the way I wanted to, but I still had a lot of fun. And I think that people really got creative, especially college students who were maybe not looking for something really significant, but maybe just looking to meet someone and talk to someone outside their family. Yeah, that's awesome. I, for one, never utilized the service because video chatting seemed like a stressor that I did not need in my life. But I like that the option was there. Next is a story from August about a Latinx pride bus that hit the streets of Chapel Hill. 
It was designed by artist Jorge Le Chevalier, and the bus was born through a partnership between Chapel Hill Transit and the Chapel Hill Community Arts and Culture. The artist drew inspiration from brightly painted buses called Chicken Buses in Guatemala. The reason for this bus was to kind of share and spread pride in Chapel Hill. It's really hard to miss this bus, and it's absolutely beautiful. Um, And as someone who loves public transit probably a little more than I should, I think that this is a really great addition to Chapel Hill Transit's fleet. And it's a really good way for people in the community to kind of immerse themselves in other cultures. Yeah, and another big goal for this bus is to bring visibility to the need for better transit routes and make sure that the bus routes are equal access to everyone. Equitable transit is so important. So next, we have a story from September about the UNC Asian American Center finally opening after 25 years of incredibly hard work. So a little bit of background on this. Back in January, the UNC's Board of Trustees approved the Asian American Center, and it was later established in the provost's office in July. Whenever UNC came back uh, for in-person classes, unfortunately, they soon went remote due to health concerns. Um, And so the Asian American Center never got to have a physical opening, but they do finally have a space on campus. This is such an exciting thing to happen at UNC. Spaces like these are so important for people to be able to have access to other people in their community who they identify with um, and make sure they have a space that is dedicated for them and also to bring awareness to the entire campus community and help raise visibility on campus. So even though the center hoped to have some sort of in-person celebration, um, COVID-19 kind of interrupted that. Um, They said that they are glad to be able to have this event virtually and they're looking forward to expanding um, in the future. All right, well, what's last for our story today? Yeah, so our last story is actually from December and it's a look back on the year of virtual performances that have occurred in place of in-person performances. Obviously with the pandemic, there have been restrictions on the ways artists could perform. And so our solution to that was to start hosting virtual events, which have really taken off on Zoom and other online platforms. It's been a really great way for musicians and um, performers to continue to do the things they love and provide that service to the community while still doing it in a COVID safe way. As someone who loves going to performances just across the board, um, I think that this is a really great way to reach audiences that uh, some student organizations and some professional organizations even maybe couldn't have reached before. It's one thing to host a performance at a venue and hope that everyone can come at the same time to watch your performance. But it's another when everyone's kind of stuck at home already um, and you can send them a link and be like, hey, come join us. Come, come, come see what we're up to. So I think this is really cool um, that they've kind of adapted to this. It certainly provides a different viewing experience, but also it makes it so much more accessible. So it'll be interesting to see even after the effects of the pandemic, how these performances um, continue to embrace technology going forward. Absolutely. And it looks like some people sharpened up on their video editing skills. So 
I guess uh, I got to get sharpened up too. Otherwise, they're going to steal my job. <laughs> so that's all we have for you today, folks. Thank you so much for joining us on Show on the Hill today. Uh, special thanks uh, to our writers and reporters who covered these subjects. Um, thank you to Emily Holler for covering the professor's uh, revised syllabus. Thank you to Dominic Ferreira for covering arts organizations that uh, took to social media to support local artists. Thank you to Caitlin Bokel, who talked about dating in the pandemic. Thank you for Lily Clark for reporting on the Latinx Pride bus. Thank you to Maida Devarahan for reporting on the Asian American Center. And thank you to Madison Ward for reporting on virtual performances this past year. As always, Chill on the Hill is produced by your two lovely hosts, me, Brandon Stanley. And me, Will Melfi. We're looking forward to a bright 2021, and we will be coming back at you from the Daily Tar Heel studio in just a couple of weeks. Until then, uh, make sure to check us out on our social media platforms at Daily Tar Heel or at our website, dailytarheel.com, to continue keeping up to date um, on all the latest news from Chapel Hill. Yeah, I gotta say, swiping has never felt so good until you know that's terrible. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Do not include that. <laughs>